0: Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today our special guest is author and former Washington, D.C. attorney, Michael Snyder. Our co-hosts today are Marcelo Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Rory Baker.
1: RICKY BAKER, AND WELCOME, EVERYONE, TO OUR PROGRAM TODAY. YES. HI THERE. Uh, WE'RE HAPPY TO HAVE MICHAEL SNYDER WITH US. WE ARE. MICHAEL IS A CONSERVATIVE, POLITICAL, AND ECONOMIC COMMENTATOR. HE IS AN AUTHOR AND A FORMER WASHINGTON, D.C. ATTORNEY. AND I'M GOING TO HAVE HIM PUT ON HIS ATTORNEY HAT TODAY, BECAUSE I'VE GOT question, LEGAL QUESTIONS. I WANT SOME ANSWERS. Yeah. AND I THINK YOU WANT SOME ANSWERS TOO, SO PLEASE WELCOME to our show, Michael Snyder. <laughs> Michael, we're so glad that uh, you're here with us today. And uh, Michael's one of the foremost authorities on end times. Yeah. Absolutely. And we, we, we just love you so much. There's so much happening in the world right now. Yeah. Today, we're going to be highlighting some of the recent natural disasters and uncovering some Shocking truths and revelations that you won't be hearing about in the mainstream media. So we're just happy to have you with us today. Mondo, uh, why is this more important now than ever before that the voice of the prophets continue to be heard to this world let
2: me give you the greatest opinion and commentator of all time which is the bible and i believe that god is still speaking then god is still speaking now and he will continue to speak all the way till he comes back this is what the bible says in jeremiah 26 grab your bible get your notepad out get your coffee ready get ready (laughs) to take notes on today's program because it's gonna shock you where we are in the timeline of Bible prophecy. But this is what God said in Jeremiah, and this is why it's so important we have people like Michael Snyder that can un- help us understand the times and the seasons that we're in right now. This is what chapter 26 verse four says, and I'm reading it in the New Living Translation. It says, say to them, this is God speaking, this is what the Lord says. If you will not listen to me and obey my word, I have given you. And if you will not listen to my servants, the prophets, for I sent them again and again to warn you, but you will not listen to them, then I will destroy this temple as I destroy Shiloh the place where the tabernacle was located. Mm. And I believe that the voice of the prophets to send out the warnings right now, where we are is so important. And I want to remind you, and I want to welcome on behalf of Pastor Jim and Lori Baker, on the behalf of our partners, our family, and everyone watching the Jim Baker Show, we want to welcome our new audience through Living Your Faith Network on channel 379 mm-hmm.
3: direct tv yeah welcome Amen.
2: welcome to the jim baker yes. show you are watching right now and it's 11 11 a.m eastern time which That's that right. makes it 10 a.m eastern yes. time on direct tv you can now watch channel 379 and of course our faithful partner in the ministry the impact yes. network Amen. thank you so much you can watch that channel on DirecTV channel 380 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you like Dish Network, then you can watch the Impact Network on channel 264 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And don't forget, for those that are watching the Voice of the Prophets Network, the PTL Network is airing Monday through Friday, The Jim Baker Show, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You can go to jimbakershow.com for the channel listings in your area. We are airing the Voice of the Prophets Network there. But I love this one, Dad. The local coverage from Orlando, WACX, Channel 55. You can watch us there at 4.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, our friends in New Mexico, Albuquerque, and KAZQ, Channel 32, 2 p.m., Mountain time, but this is my favorite streaming coverage of the Jim Baker show is now available on all Devices that can stream this show Mm -hmm. through Amazon Apple store if you're watching Amazon fire, you can download the channel there Google Play for those that don't have Apple products (laughs) or you can watch on your Apple phone through the Apple store just download the free channel there which is the PTL network, and you can watch Jim Baker's show anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And of course, Apple TV, and my favorite, Roku. You can yes. download the channel there. So there's a lot of Roku's multiple ways. is one of the biggest networks <laughs> yes. in
1: the world. Did mm-hmm. you know that?
2: Absolutely. Over 90 million people have the device
1: and they can watch the program. Mm-hmm. And we're on a full channel every day. Yes. Every yes. day. 24 so hours a day, our, our whole hours a day.
3: network is Yes, in we fact, been, the ministry is
1: growing. It the is. Devils tried to amen. kill it, and Jesus said, "No
3: way." Yes, Amen. No. Amen. Listen,
1: when you have people well, like
3: right, Dad, you know this new channel that we're on with living your faith the owner reached out and said he's like I want the Jim Baker show on our channel because now is the time for the watchman to go forth if there's ever he's he's talking to me and I'm thinking okay lord this is confirmation because yes, this ministry has been under attack. You've watched it, you've lived it, you've you've continued to be steadfast with us as a family, as a ministry. And I believe that now is the time more than ever for the watchmen who have come from Pastor Jim to our guest today, Michael Snyder. Now is the time where the truth has to go forth, which is the word of God. The word of God has to be proclaimed in all the earth. And that's what we're doing here on this broadcast today. Yes.
1: So stay with us and keep praying. And we're believing God. I believe the network's going to grow bigger than it's ever have in the history of our ministry. And uh, Michael, let's take a look at some of the current events from a legal perspective. Mm. I I don't know how many people know that Michael uh, is a trained attorney. He's been an attorney. He's now a full-time minister of the gospel But I want you to put your attorney hat back on for a few hours, and I want you to tell me about what in the world is going on in this country. It's frustrating to see the war that is being waged against President Trump. Mm. So let's watch this piece, and then I'm going to ask
0: that we hear from Michael Snyder. Let's watch this uh, news. Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and 17 other defendants this week are expected to be formally booked at the Fulton County Jail, also known as Rice Street, a hulking, crumbling structure that's garnered a notorious reputation. The sheriff of Fulton County insisting that, despite their high profiles, Trump and the others will be treated like every other defendant booked at this jail.
4: If you're indicted, then we're going to treat you as though you were
5: indicted here locally and so we will continue to do fingerprints, mugshots, shots, et cetera.
0: What might it look like inside when Trump and the others formally surrender? Retired Fulton County Sheriff's Lieutenant Charles Rambo says normally people who are surrendering come through the facility's front door first. But regardless of which entrances Trump and the others arrive in... They would be packed down, uh, led to the booking office in the rear.
5: From there, uh, they probably will have to have ties and shoestrings and all those type of things Uh, taken, then from there the persons would be uh, fingerprinted, given a booking photo.
0: Donald Trump and the other defendants are expected to be photographed for mugshots, but it's unclear when those pictures will be made public. People familiar with the process tell CNN normally those booked at this jail are searched thoroughly by a jail deputy and at some point given a medical examination and a pre-trial screening to determine if they can sign out on their own recognizance. But it's not clear if Trump or the other high-profile defendants in this case will go through those steps. For a normal defendant, it would take hours to go through those procedures. But with these defendants?
2: I don't expect Trump to spend hours in this jail because... the the longer he is, I mean it's a pain, but it's going to be a hassle for the, the entire Um, Sheriff's Department, or at least those that are at the jail, when the president is there. It's going
1: to be a circus.
0: If they didn't have bond agreements, Donald Trump and the other defendants might have been held in custody at this jail, which observers say could be a nightmarish experience.
2: The Rice Street Jail is not a a pleasant place. It's dirty. um, It's scary.
0: Last month, the Justice Department launched a civil rights investigation into the Fulton County Jail following multiple deaths inside the facility. Last year, inmate LaShawn Thompson was found dead in his cell. His family says unsanitary conditions, including insect and lice infestation, contributed to his death.
5: Even the sheriff agreed it was deplorable conditions, like a third world country.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. What's going on in America? Michael, help me. Heartbreak. heartbreak. You, as a legal mind, how can they do this to a former president of the United States, and, and they're putting him in one of the worst prisons. I've been in seven prisons in my life. I've been in some hell holes. And that one I just saw on the screen is a very awful place.
4: It is an awful place. But, Pastor Jim, what we're watching is literally the meltdown of our governmental system. We've never seen anything like this before where the leading candidate for the Republican nomination they're trying to destroy him. Now he's been indicted four times and they're, they're literally trying to use the legal system to to destroy a, a political opponent, a political enemy, uh, which is really unprecedented in our history because we've never seen this before. In fact, there have been gloves off of former presidents all throughout history. And so but what we're really witnessing is a selective enforcement of the law. Now, if they were going after the Bidens, you know, Biden and his son, his whole family have been taking bribe, brought took bribes for years from overseas, is well documented, but it's totally hands up. They're not going after the Bidens for all the bribery that that's, that's documented, it's right? Everybody knows it. It's right out there in front of our faces, but they're not going after the Bidens. They're not going after Clintons. They're not going after all the crooks in Congress. They could be going after so many people, but this is selective enforcement, and they're just really kind of uh, making things up in terms of what they want to charge Trump with. They're, they're going on extremely flimsy theories, really, attacking free speech in terms of this Georgia case. But the goal is to—they want to they, they convict Trump, and they want to put him away for the rest of his life. So it's not just enough to beat him at the polls, but they literally want to put him in prison— forever for the rest of their life. Now on the left, this makes perfect sense to them because they see him as a Hitler figure uh, who must be destroyed him and his movement at all cost because he's evil personified, that's how they view it. Just as many on the right view Biden as evil and Biden is evil, his whole family is deeply evil. Um, but that's how they view Trump because we, we're so divided as a country today, right versus left. And what this is doing is setting a precedent of that, if we don't like you, then we're in in our jurisdictions, far left jurisdictions, we're gonna, when you get out of office, when you're vulnerable, we're gonna charge you with crimes, we're gonna destroy you. And so when when Biden gets out of office, well, Republicans and red states and conservative uh, jurisdictions could do the same thing. And so from moving forward, from this point forward, the legal system could use, be used by both sides to literally destroy political figures uh, uh, from both parties. And really, you know, if we do that, if we go down that road, uh, we're not going to have a political system.
1: Wow. Many, many people I know, experts, believe that if this, our, the current president is reelected, America is uh, is going to be destroyed. Do you have any opinion on the, what's going to happen next?
4: Yeah, it's an interesting, Pastor Jim. Uh, there was a recent survey. They asked Amer- the American people, "Hey, if you think the election turns out a certain way, do you think that this is the end of our country?" And almost all the Democrats said, "If Trump's elected, it, it means the end of America." Um, on the other side, it was it was the you know exact opposite. You know, if uh, Biden is elected, that means the end of America. But so basically, if whoever wins the next election, almost half the country is going to think this is the end of our country. So I believe we're going to see more, more political chaos in 2024. And beyond that, whoever wins the election, it's going to set off a, just a, a, a massive t- temper tantrum uh, for the side, whoever loses. But basically, we're so divided, we're so angry, and there's so much political chaos, I mean, we literally are seeing. We, Pastor Jim, we're so close to the end of our civilization. Even if this wasn't the end times, even if all the other things that we're going to talk about over the next couple of shows aren't going to happen, our political this is the, our republic is crumbling. Our republic is ending. Our society, our literally our civilization is coming apart at the seams right in front of our eyes. So, uh, you know, our founding fathers, they set up such a great republic, it lasted for, you know, over well over 200 years. But now we're at the end, we're at the terminal phase. This is it, even if Trump wins, Pastor Jim, we're at the the very end, we're at the very end.
1: Fox Business recently reported that if Trump is jailed, it could force a civil war-like split in the United States. Let's watch this, and I want you to talk about it.
5: Donald Trump is a maverick, but jailing him could force a civil war-like split in America. That's explosive language, Nigel. What you're talking about is a dramatic split in our society. I'd put it to you, we've got a dramatic split already. Yes, we have, but it may get worse, and here's why. The modern-day left believe that their views are not just different to conservatives, but they're superior. And they actually believe that they are superior people for holding those those views. And therefore, in order to achieve their goals, they can justify any methods. That's why you see cancel culture. It's why you see people uh, taken out of society. Um, And that has now gone to a level where the judiciary in America has been overtly politicized. It is being abused. What is happening to Donald Trump is a travesty. And you know, what has kept the peace and security within Western civilization is respect for the democratic process backed up by the rule of law. And if people don't trust elections, and if people don't trust the judiciary, if they think to themselves, there is nothing through peaceful means that we can do to change things, well then, they start to think about other alternatives. And I I genuinely think, and the situation is worse in America than it is in my country and elsewhere, but we're seeing symptoms of this too. uh, That unless we get to understand human beings can have different points of view that are equally valid unless the left gives up on this total witch hunt against trump and anybody with a conservative view then i can see people on the conservative side beginning to take the law into their own hands i think it's a very very dangerous cocktail.
1: michael i'm afraid the whole world is losing respect for our country and our legal system a corrupt press and the democratic party are one in the same they are destroying all who oppose them what can be done about this we are in the very end times and is coming apart the united states of america is coming apart what can be done about it now
4: well pastor jim the outlook isn't good because ultimately The success of any collective effort, whether you're talking about a sports team, whether you're talking about running a television show, whether you're talking about running a business organization or a nation as a whole, people have got to believe. They've got to buy in, they've got to believe in the system or else when they stop believing on a widespread basis, failure is inevitable. And right now, people don't believe in our system of government. People don't believe in the elections. I don't believe in our elections at the national level, especially after what happened in the last uh, national election, and millions and millions and millions of others don't believe in the vote. Don't believe in our elections anymore. And when people stop believing and they say, hey, because people always had faith in the past, oh, things are bad, but we can vote to elect other leaders in the future because our elections are valid and we just got to get more people to vote our way. But when people stop believing, well, then they say, well, what can we do? That Then the people start talking about, oh, we've got to use Uh, other means to bring about change, because we don't believe in the elections anymore, uh, Pastor Jim, but this isn't just happening with our elections. Uh, Let me give you more from that survey I mentioned earlier. It's a Gallup survey where people were asked if they have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in different institutions. Let me give you numbers for different institutions, because it's not just our government, it's not just the elections, but for the medical system, it's just 34% confidence. For the U.S. Supreme Court, it's 27%. For the banks, it's 26%. Public schools, 26%. The presidency, 26%. Organized labor, 25%. Newspapers, 18%. People don't have faith in the mainstream media. Uh, Television news, 14%. Big business, 14%, and Congress, just 8%. So these are the kind of numbers where we've got most of the country no longer has confidence in not just our federal government, but all of our major institutions. People don't believe. People have lost faith. And when that happens, well, we start to see systems fail. And we're seeing that all over the country right now, where we're literally seeing our cities rot and decay. They're they're crime-ridden. filled with drugs, they're crumbling, they're falling apart. Where Once upon a time, we had shiny, wonderful, glorious cities that were in the envy of the world. Now they're they're turning into third world conditions. We're seeing in in every respect, in every way, our society's crumbling around us, and people don't believe that things will get better because they no longer believe in the system. So once that faith is gone, how do you repair that, Pastor Jim? without a full blown move of God and, and revival and turning back to, uh, to God in America, which we have not seen. Instead, we see the opposite. There is no hope and America will fail. It's just a matter of time. The clock is ticking. Wow.
3: We
1: need it's terrible awakening. when you see
4: yes. criminals being let free.
6: Yeah.
1: And a, a pres- former We're president free. of the United States right. is be- trying to be put in prison for 700 years i think it amounts to all of the accounts added up that's unbelievable yeah. people
3: yes
1: it is, what yes. something's wrong in america yes. it's time to turn back to god yes, we need what happens to a nation and mm-hmm. its leaders that are filled with corruption tell me that would you michael
4: Yeah, well, we've got deep, deep corruption from the White House all the way down to the local level. You look at the Bidens, where the whole world knows they're crooks, you know, but the mainstream media keeps propping them up and the Democrats won't do anything, but they're crooks. But there are a lot of crooks on the Republican side. You know, I know in Congress, there's people that allow lots of Republicans in Congress that have no business being in Congress. Let me just put it that way. And so it's Democrats and Republicans, and I don't have faith in either, in either of the parties at this point, and most Americans don't, but, w- you know, but it, it's it's a, a it, the what we see in Washington, where 8% of Americans have confidence in Congress at this point, but they're a reflection of our society as a whole, the corruption from the top all the way to the bottom, deep evil throughout our society, uh, even our medical system, where literally our medical system in conjunction with our government as committed and continues to commit, and the restrictions and the mandates are coming back. Everyone knows what I'm talking about, but it's not just this country where we've, we were literally committing a crime against humanity on a scale that I don't even have the words to describe against the whole world, because we've been pushing our solutions on the whole world and it's a crime against humanity, against the entire planet, but leaders in both political parties say, oh yeah, go out and get your injections. Oh yeah, go out and do these things. And people are dying, people are getting hurt, people are dropping dead. And and, and our whole government is behind this. And our whole medical system is behind this. Corruption and evil on a level I can't even begin to describe, but this is our country now. Our country, our whole country is evil. And that, what does that mean? God only gives you so much time before time runs out, and judgment comes, and judgment is coming
0: to America. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want you to be prepared
1: for any emergency. And we have online right now the greatest supply of survival food that we've ever had. And you can go to JimBakerShow.com and you can buy all the products and you can shop. One of the things that all the experts have told me, money will, will be worthless if the crisis comes. And you're going to need something to barter with. You're going to need to be able to say, I'll trade this for what you have. And it's going to be just like 100 years ago where people bartered with one another. And we now have, we call them Baker's Dozen. And there are 13 packets in each box, different prices, whatever's in the box. But you can get things like buttermilk pancakes, a whole box of them. That box is $34.99. The pancakes are as good as you get at any pancake house. They are delicious. I know you're gonna enjoy them. We have bread. 13 packets of bread or we have black bean burgers which make great hamburgers or you can make a meatloaf we've got mac and cheese every kid loves mac and cheese so you can get a you know 13 pouches of mac and cheese and these are reasonably priced and this is something people are going to love with children we call it morning moves melt and you get 13 packets of milk, and uh, that's, I think, $59, and that's 260 servings of milk. It is really good. We have spaghetti marinara, and my favorites, and you can get a box of that. I think one of the greatest bargaining tools in the world is going to be coffee. And we have our freeze-dried instant coffee, Baker's Dozen. Dozen packets. There's 780 servings in the box. I'll tell you what, if you want to negotiate, I always have my coffee. I'll tell you what, people that are coffee drinkers, they will trade you for their, probably give you their car to have a packet of coffee. But go to my website right now, jimbakershow.com. And you can go there and order all of these survival foods and our special new Baker's Dozen food boxes.
0: Remember, God loves you. He really does. And now let's get back to the show.
1: Michael, I want to ask you about this. Is America under the curse of God right now?
4: I'm so glad Mondo just uh, pointed to deuteronomy chapter twenty eight because the Ten Commandments they used to be displayed everywhere in America. They're displayed in courthouses and schools and public buildings all over the country. But now they've been r- ripped down. they've been uh, they're ripped away. All the monuments have been uh, are being destroyed. And, and America has turned uh, the, uh, the, their back on God, on His commandments, and so now, you know, we've, uh, since Roe versus Wade in 1973, we have more than 60 million children uh, have been killed through abortion. And then Roe versus Wade was overturned, but they're saying there's going to be even more abortions this year than when before Roe versus Wade was overturned. That's not repentance, you know. We've got every type of sexual immorality we can possibly describe. It's exploding in our society today. In fact. Every, If you go back to the time of Deuteronomy, everything that it says in the Torah and God's laws that is bad, all just about all those things are exploding in our society today. And, and, and so we're running away from God. And so at what, what is the result of that? We're going to be cursed, and we are cursed. It, it, from the presidency on down in America today, we're cursed. Everything we do seems to turn out badly. And we're gonna talk about consequences through the rest of this program and the next program, especially Uh, we're going to talk about things that are coming to this country, which could have been avoided. We didn't have to, things didn't have to turn out this way. They could have been avoided if we had made different choices as a society. I'm going to ask you something. Could Trump's
1: case be taken to the Supreme Court? If so, would the damage to our legal system be beyond repair?
4: Well, I think some of these cases will ultimately end up in the Supreme Court, but I think ultimately the damage to our uh, legal system is beyond repair. And ultimately there's hope for Trump if cases go to the Supreme Court, because he nominated three of those judges. So you think if if cases get to the Supreme Court, then Trump has a chance. But this is ultimately, it's just another illustration of how corrupt our legal system is, because Trump in these jurisdictions, no matter how flimsy the legal theories are that they're using to go after Trump, well, they, the judges are far left in these jurisdictions. The prosecutors are far left. And if there are juries, they will be far left too. And so Trump is gonna, Trump is, is almost certainly going to get convicted, uh, no matter what the truth should be, no matter what the objective outcome should be, because uh, these leftists, they're going to come to the outcomes they want to come to. But then if they get appealed and to other courts where there are conservative justices well they might like Trump and they say we want to get Trump off. So, you know, and it might go all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court you've got some conservative justice there so they might get Trump off. But this just underlines the 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 current status of justice in America today where judges and prosecutors and even on the Supreme Court they don't take a look at things objectively. Most of them just do whatever they want to do and then try to use the law to justify the outcome that they wanted to create. But this is where we're at. This is, this is our system of justice. And it's horrible, Pastor Jim.
1: Wow. Michael, why would Biden be funding and prioritizing other nations when we are watching one of the most historic disasters in Maui. Wow. When he should be taking care of our own people in our own country. Uh,
3: Yes.
4: Talk about that for a minute, would you? Yeah. Ukraine has already gotten 44 different packages of military aid uh, totaling well over $100 billion just in the military aid, not even counting the other types of aid. Uh, and meanwhile, the, fa- the the families of the victims in Maui, well, they're offering a one-time $700 payment for the, the victims who've just had their homes burned down. But Pastor Jim, what we just witnessed in Maui, and let, and let me finish up with Biden. And, and so Biden finally uh, takes a break from his vacationing, finally he says, okay, I'm gonna go over to Hawaii. The people of Hawaii are very angry and, and and shouting at his motorcade as he comes in. But then he gets on the ground, he starts making jokes, and literally he's making jokes about how hot the ground is when people had just burned to death in their own vehicles, in their own homes a few days earlier, he's joking about how hot the ground still is. It's, Biden is insane. But let's talk about what just happened in Hawaii, because people need to understand, Pastor Jim, this was such a, a, a horrible thing and, and the loss of life, so much of it could have been avoided because the fire started and, and so this fire near Lahaina started out the fire, which ultimately was the worst fire, uh, killed so many people. Well, the fire started up, the firefighters came, they kind of got it under control, but it wasn't out yet, but they said it's contained, but then they left. All the firefighters left that fire, and then it kind of re-erupted again, and then it ultimately got completely out of control and burned down Lahaina, and and you see images of that, and the, the images are horrible. But if they would have stayed and finished the job, or at least not left and kept it contained, that never would have happened. Now, number two, the fire starts spreading, moves toward Lahaina, the the, the sirens never went off, the warning sirens. And we found out later, a decision was made purposely not to sound those sirens. And uh, because the, the, the person in charge said, well, sometimes those sirens are used for tsunamis, and we didn't want people running away from the ocean because they might run into the fires. But that doesn't make any sense at all because if you see, if a siren goes off and you look and you see a fire coming, you're not gonna run toward the fire. That that doesn't fly with me, okay? So the sirens didn't go off. And so then you had all these children because the schools were closed, the children, so many children were at home alone because their parents were at work. So you had just hundreds and hundreds of children in this community at home all by themselves, the sirens didn't go off. They didn't know that something was wrong until it was way too late. So finally people started to realize the fires got really close. They started to realize we got to get out of here. So people started getting in their vehicles. They they wanted to get out of Lahaina, but when they got their vehicles, there's one paved road out of Lahaina. But the authorities had set up a barricade to block that paved road. So they couldn't get out through the paved road. So we've seen the images of the long lines of vehicles that were waiting behind this barricade and more and more vehicles came and they all got crammed on this one road. And then ultimately the fires came and then people said, oh, you know, some people got burned to death in their own vehicles. Others uh, tried to make a run for it, but it was too late. The fires were moving too fast. So they literally got burned to death Those that survived were those that disobeyed the government barricade, those that drove around it, those that drove up a hill or on a dirt road, or that didn't wait for someone to remove this barricade so they could get out to the highway. But the the loss of life that we witnessed could have been avoided. And then Pastor Jim, one more thing. There was water that was desperately needed by the firefighters, extra water that the firefighters were begging for. For hours, they said, give us this water to fight the fires. But it was held back by a government bureaucrat. He said, no, I'm not giving you the water. I don't think you need the water. So for hours, when firefighters desperately needed more water, it was held back by a government bureaucrat who held it back. So there's so many things that went wrong that were, it was either incompetence or highly suspicious, but ultimately the entire community of Lahaina burned to the ground and, and now within, within uh, hours of that community burning to the ground, people were on the phone because those properties, that community, they've been wanting, one, people have been wanting to buy that property for years. And so within hours, people were calling up the victims, saying, hey, you wanna sell your property to me? Showing no class at all, just horrible greed. But then the governor, of even the governor of Hawaii saying, no, we don't want you to sell to those people because we have our own plans for that land. We're going to look for ways for the state of Hawaii to acquire that land." And why does he want to do that? Well, the governor of Hawaii is the number one governor in the entire country that supports the UN Agenda 2030 You know, for environmental purposes, for sustainable de- development. So he's got his own eye on those uh, the, those properties in order to advance that agenda, uh, apparently. so. There's so much about this story that really, really smells, Pastor Jim, and it was a terrible, horrible tragedy. But we've gotten to the point, Pastor Jim, where natural disasters like this are happening so frequently that there's literally no pause between them. Because you know, just a couple of days later, there are huge fires that erupted in in Washington State in the Spokane area. But like I said, that the judgment of God has already begin begun in so many different ways, but it's going to accelerate from here. God spoke to me several years ago that
1: fire would be one of his judgments yes. on the world. Yes, and it's right. happening right. all it, over the world. Yeah. Wow. Now, this, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the man who stopped the water from being used on the fire, mm-hmm. he said, I stopped it because of equality. Yeah. Wow. That's a bad word now. It used to be a good word. Mm-hmm. Wow but he said i was concerned that the farmers needed that water and yet people were burning to death yeah wow. and they needed that water michael did you hear that what i just said
4: wow yeah yeah and, that, and that's what happens when you put far left bureaucrats in control yeah. That number one, they have no common sense. Number two, they're usually incompetent. And we've got incompetence at every level of government all throughout the country today on a level that's absolutely staggering. We used to be the most competent country in the world, but now we're a laughing stock. And then you know they, they, they these bureaucrats are indoctrinated with this far-left agenda of equity, of social justice, of uh, you know, of a cancel culture, all these things. And it makes them, they make the most irrational decisions you can possibly imagine. But yeah, holding back this water was just one of the things about this whole thing that was just super sketchy and, and super suspicious.
1: We were all saddened by this recent devastating fire and yeah. loss of life yeah. on the island of Maui. It seems the answer we are getting are prompting, uh, you know, a deeper look into it, don't you think, Mondo?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I think what we're watching is common sense leaving. We're watching, you know, terms like equality taking president over common sense and saving lives. Yeah. Let's watch
1: this news.
6: As the search intensifies, images from before the fire show the complications cadaver dog teams face as they comb through what's left in the disaster zone. Tonight, the focus is on multi-story residential and commercial properties, areas officials say with the highest population of the missing. Around 850 people are still unaccounted for. We're hurting because not only we've lost our historical places and our homes, but we've lost our loved ones. And tonight, there's new concern over how aware Maui County officials were of the conditions on the ground August 8th, in part because of this interview Mayor Richard Bisson gave to local station KITV just after 6 p.m. I'm happy to report that the road is open to and from Lahaina. But in fact, by this point, the fire had already spread into downtown Lahaina. Oh my God, I can't see
3: anything. We're surrounded by fire.
6: The mayor seemingly unaware that much of downtown was ablaze and many residents were either caught in or were fleeing the flames. We have reports of structures, uh, older buildings that have uh, been burned in Lahaina. Uh, We actually, our update is actually going to come in at about 7 p.m. and late to comprehend just how devastating the fires actually were. Michael, according to your research into this
1: disaster, Mm -hmm. you've uncovered some shocking and sinister revelations.
4: Tell us what you found. Yeah, Pastor Jim, uh, you know, in terms of those dead bodies we just saw, a lot of them will never be able to be uh, identified uh, because, uh, you know, they're, they're saying the fires got so hot that they, there's not enough DNA left even to identify them. In fact, some of the bodies may have been completely cremated uh, uh, because uh, uh, you know the, the the fires just got so hot. The bodies were just you know cremated before they could even be recovered. But that news report uh, indicated there's 850 people still missing. The, the official death toll is you know 100 and something. Uh, at this point, but the locals are saying that the real death toll is in the well into the hundreds. There were you know lots of dead bodies uh, floating in the water. Uh, many people tried to escape into the water and some did. They got far enough away from land to to escape it. But uh, you know all the things we just talked about are uh, extremely suspicious. But interestingly, Pastor Jim, you know the the homes of the ultra wealthy did not get burned uh, Oprah Winfrey's house did not get burned down. You know, uh, Bill Gates, house did not get burned down. Mark Zuckerberg's house did not get burned down. You know, the, the ultra wealthy, the, you know, th- their houses were just fine. Meanwhile, the other people, uh, you know, they, uh, they, 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 they lost everything and it was a horrible, horrible tragedy, but so many lives could have been saved if, if for one, if they, you know, they, they put up, the, the, these, the barricade that was put up that blocked the one paved road out of Lahaina that, that were blocked, keeping people from driving out of the community, they said they put that up in order to, they originally they put it up to keep people from driving over power lines. In case any power lines had gone down, we don't want people driving over them, so we're going to block people from, from getting on the highway. Well, uh, okay. But once the fires were raging, and once people were trying to get out, why didn't you take the, remove the barricade so people could get out? Why didn't you let the people get out? You know, there's so many unanswered questions that we don't have, Pastor Jim, that we don't have answers to. Hopefully we would get answers because people deserve uh, to, to know the truth. Wow. What happened
1: during these fires and the devastation that followed was such a tragedy? why does this show the importance of being prepared
4: well it shows the importance of being prepared number one if you expect the government to save you when something bad happens which a lot of people think oh there's something really really bad that happens the government's going to come in and rescue us first of all everything that government did in hawaii turned out badly made things even worse i mean Utter incompetence, or the alternative, if it wasn't incompetence, the alternative is far, far worse. So, but everything the government did in Hawaii was wrong, was bad, was a bad decision. So that's people need to understand that. Number one, number two, once the government comes in, well, the the federal government's just giving them a one-time payment of seven hundred dollars. What is that going to do? Uh, these days, that's like two trips to the grocery store. Um, but then the government came in. Now, Pastor Jim originally the government came in and they surrounded the community and they kept out a lot of the private help. A lot of private people, local residents wanted to come in with food and supplies and whatever, generators. They were trying to bring that stuff in to help the people. They were kept out They They're saying, keep away. You're not allowed in. Okay. So the government comes in with food and water and whatever, but then there were multiple reports of people getting sick from the water. The government was getting them not just sick, but violently ill from the water that the government brought in. So that was real sketchy too. So, you know, but that was government coming in. So what this shows is that number one, when something bad happens, use your common sense. Number one, those that use common sense and didn't wait behind the barricade saved their lives. Number two, don't believe that the government's gonna save you because the government's not gonna save you. Number three, you wanna be prepared ahead of time for any type of disasters or emergencies. Um, And then uh, beyond that, even if you're prepared where you are, at some point where you are, you may not be able to stay there. It may become untenable for you to stay. So you've got to be ready to go at a moment's notice as the people in Lahaina found out, you've got to be able to have your go bag. You've got to be ready to go, get out and leave and have your important papers ready, have your go bag ready to go, ready to get in a vehicle, get out of there, don't wait behind the government barricades, whatever you do, and get away from the disaster and have a plan. Uh, so all those things are elements of, of why we need to be prepared in advance, because the government's not your savior, especially a government that's being run by Joe Biden or far left government bureaucrats.
1: Amen. Wow. wow. I've been at many, many crises. I've been at Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, Where there's hurricanes, yes. tornadoes. I've been to all of these kind of horrible catastrophes. Right. I've watched the federal government stop yes. truckloads of, like, water absolutely. from being delivered. Right. And remember, we've been absolutely. to these places. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And they would say, well, there's trucks of water trying to get in, and they won't let them in. Yes. right. Because right. they got their rules. Yeah. And the rules are stupid rules, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't understand. At the time of emergency, you need to throw most of the rules out, and That's you need right. to you go save lives. with saving life. Yes. Whatever is going to save lives.
3: Yes, and Amen. people
1: need to be prepared for whatever's coming. Because I'll tell you what, we're living in the end times yes. where we're going to see more fire. We're going to see more disaster, mm-hmm. and uh, I. I You know, you can go to my website. Mm -hmm. We we have uh, survival food that you can order. It lasts 30 years Mm -hmm. in your basement.
3: Yes, that's right, Dad. We've partnered with many, many partnerships we've created to help prepare you. Because as we sit here and then we see the acceleration, and I think that's part of what we're watching is the acceleration. There's not just one event, it's an event after another taking place. It's almost too much, it's overwhelming. And so as we prepare spiritually, as we know the word of God, as we know what is God leading, what is he doing in the nation, Then the Lord says to also prepare in the natural. Be ready for your family. Have food. Right now we're hearing people talk about this more than ever. They're saying get ready where this used to be something that was never discussed, never talked about. More and more people, I believe, are waking up to the need to be prepared. And that's why we've partnered with many different companies who believe in our mission. They believe in bringing you resources to help you. Whatever it is that you might need. And so there's generators on our website that are available, there are fuelless generators, there's the emergency food, the 30-year shelf life food. There's all the basic necessities to help get you started. It's available on our website at jimbakershow.com. You can go there, you can click on the affiliate links. Remember, when you order from the affiliates, that product is being shipped directly from the manufacturer. And I believe right now, this is the word Dad. Ezekiel 33, and this is what we're doing today on the show. Ezekiel 33 6, but if the watchman sees the sword come and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and a sword comes and takes a person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I, requ- I will require from the hand of the watchman. And so we believe that we have an obligation and a commitment to God to warn the people, to sound the alarm like never before, to say, Jesus is coming, he's coming. These events are taking place. The events of Matthew 24 are unfolding before us, but I believe that the Lord, he's faithful and he's just, and he will protect his people. But he says, have wisdom, lean into me, have discernment of these times that we're living in, and that's what we're here to do, prepare you spiritually and give you the resources that you need to help your family prepare.
1: Everything is on that website that we have worked on for years. So just go to jimbakershow.com and you can shop there online and be prepared. You know, recently uh, we had a chance uh, to watch
3: the first 2024, a Republican debate. right.
1: That's right. And uh, I have a video of it. And and then we're going to talk about it. Let's roll that. Our country is in
6: decline. This decline is not inevitable. It's a choice. We need to send Joe Biden back to his basement and reverse American decline.
0: You all signed a pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would.
1: I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience.
3: Do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change? Raise your hand if you do. Look, look, we're not school children.
6: Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take it to start. <laughs> Alexander, okay. as somebody that's handled disasters in Florida, you got to be activated. You've got to be there. You've got to be present. You- I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT <laughs> <laughs> standing up here...
3: This is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman.
1: Can't we have a minimum standard in every state in the
2: nation that says when a baby is capable of feeling pain, an abortion cannot be allowed.
3: Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House.
1: 70% of the American people support legislation but to 70% ban abortion after a baby is capable not. of experiencing
6: okay. pain. You know, I, I wish you well
3: in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the fact of, of the, the matter and Raytheon, a, and, you know, Boeing you had came off of it, but you've been pushing this lie. This stage, you've been pushing this lie not, all you week, you Nikki. You want to go and defund Israel? You want to? Okay, let me address. I'm glad you, you brought that up. Go I'm going to address Russell. each of those right now. You this is the false of a America professional politician. There you have it. Under your watch, so you will make America less safe. You have no me foreign me. policy experience, and it a- shows. And you know what? The,
1: the
6: foreign
3: policy experience
4: that The you- most pressing need of the American people, from a national security standpoint, is our southern border. It has led to the death of 70,000 Americans because of fentanyl. When, after 9-11, we had the global war on terror, and guess what? We protected the border at the
1: same time. Michael, do you have any comments on that?
4: <laughs> well, I think, I mean, it's a very interesting debate, and uh, and they, they make some good points about America's decline. Everyone can see America's declining. Even the Democrats talk about America's declining. But what do we need to do to turn things around? Number one, we got to stop abortion. But I'll tell you what, you know, uh, leading candidates up there, some of the candidates on on stage, like Chris Christie, are actually pro-abortion, but then you've got others that I'm very disappointed in, uh, like Ron DeSantis, where he uh, has a, a restriction on abortion in his state, not a ban, but a restriction after a certain number of weeks, but he's not in favor of a national restriction. So very, very disappointed in DeSantis and other Republican candidates that won't even aren't even in favor of a restriction on abortion after, you know, even even late-term abortion in, in many of the cases for many of the candidates. But these candidates, it's not a good crop of candidates, Pastor Jim, uh, very disappointed in so many of them. And uh, none of them are gonna save America. The only one that's gonna save America is Jesus Christ.
3: That's right.
4: You're right, Amen. you're
1: absolutely that's right. right. Like we've Jesus. talked so many times recently don't be caught that's right by the suddenly yes the suddenlies it. are coming we've seen them the last few months that's right many suddenlies fires wind tornadoes oh, hurricanes three. all these kinds of things mm-hmm. and the Bible says in first thessalonians five three when they say peace and safety then Sudden, did you see That's that, right. Mondo, do you see yes, that? Sir. Sudden destruction will come upon mm-hmm. them as labor comes right. upon a woman with a child. And wow. they shall not escape. Make your peace with God today. Ask Jesus to come into yes. your heart. And he, ask him to be your Lord and Savior, Amen? Amen. Yes, amen. You believe that?
3: Absolutely. Mm. Now more than ever. Now is the time. Now is time to be like Queen Esther. Now it's time. You are born for such a time as this. This is our time to shine. We're, we are, though, in this dark, dark time we're living in. We are the hope of the world mm. as God's ambassadors. Yes. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the world. And so we need to be that. Salt and light. Mm. Amen. Today, ask
1: Jesus Christ to come into your heart. If He's not living in there, ask Him in. Yeah. And He'll bring you through everything. Yes. And you will stand with Him in eternity one day. Yes. You will be with Him. That's what He's promised you. He says, I'll never, never, never leave you. I'll never, never, never forsake you. Ask Jesus to come into your heart, ask Him to forgive you of your sin. He will come in today. Walk with him. Talk with him. Amen? Amen. 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 Yeah, And be prepared for what's coming. That's right. I've spent my life trying to get people prepared.
3: Yes. And yet yeah.
1: people just, you know, millions are going to be caught unaware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they mock God. They don't believe God. Mm. But we're living in the end times. We are really... I told Mondo on the w- coming in, you don't, do you remember what I said? I, I can't believe, the church doesn't believe even, that Jesus is coming. Yeah. I'm screaming out, be ready, it's time. Yes. We're in the end times. But they're just going on. Yeah. The Bible says that this is what's is going to happen right. in the end times. Absolutely. And they're living the end times. Mm. They're mocking God. They're turning their backs on God. You need to be able to hear from God today. You need to read yes, the Bible. You, I had just one okay. verse I was going to leave with you today. He says, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they called thee an outcast, saying, the, the, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. But This is our Lord yes. saying, I want to heal you.
3: Yes. I want
1: to bring you everlasting life. Mm -hmm. Let Jesus come into your heart today. Call me right now and let me know that you're watching. Let me know you gave your heart to Jesus. And if you don't have a Bible, say, I would like to have a Bible. We'll send you one. And I I want you to confess Christ with your mouth. Because the Bible says with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so tell others about your prayer to accept christ that's part of salvation
3: yes
1: is telling others that jesus is in your heart amen amen amen, amen. you can amen. do that you can call my phone number one 888 1588 our counselors are all christian people who yes. love you amen and would be glad to hear your testimony and to pray with you if you need someone to pray with you just a little bit more our time's gone for today i want to thank you for being with us don't miss tomorrow michael Snyder is going to be back with part two of what does a man who's been trained in the law explain the mess america's in mm-hmm. we're going to ask more questions about that on tomorrow's broadcast. Remember, God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you, Michael.
0: Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588 or you can connect with us on our website at www.JimBakerShow.com. Thank you for your praise and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.